The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. It's the golf show with Brian Katrick. He's been the talk of the course today with his huge drives. You know, here's a guy. It's early Sunday morning. The sun is coming up. You heard the laughter of Chris Mascaro. So why do you love Liv so much? I'll reach across and slap him. We fired J.R. Ross. This court case doesn't matter. I didn't feel the need to acknowledge it. This guy can roll his rock. Big match coming up. I'm going to be needing a caddy. What am I going to do? Why don't you try him a little left? And why don't you try back and not give me just a little ring? Help me keep my head down. You have circled an area of interest. Oh, that's not right. Golf requires goofy pants and a fat ass. I'd be expecting a lawsuit. You know, you don't deserve any credit hitting the ball with that swing of yours. Try to hit one with my swing. I'm catching on the hall, right? Moving my head. I'm laying it off. Well, that too. I'm pronating. When you're not super I'm clearing too early. I'm clearing too late. My God, my swing feels like an unfolding lawn chair. That's right. Down. It looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole. Save me. This is a waste of everybody's time. Oh, yes. Happy Sunday morning to you. It's the golf show on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. The cast is assembled. I'm Brian Katrick. I'm not there. I'm not part of the cast. Brian, did we lose you? I'm working this week. What are, you, what are you talking about? That's Chris Mascaro of the Next on the T podcast. He also does a fringe podcast. It's called I Love Live. And if you live love, you'll love live too. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, BK. How are you? I was wondering that when the show started, who's the new guy? Where'd that guy, where'd that guy come from? Yes, there's a, they're hearing voices. Uh, J.R. Ross, Team Ross Golf. You'll find him over at the Dogwood Golf Club, is also with us. Good morning, J.R. BK, great to have you back on the radio with us. The cardboard cutout sitting in your chair over there looks really good, too. So like we're, we're looking at you, brother. I like that. Cullen Madden, who is excited about baseball season on the other side of the glass. And, uh, Let's go. Adam, Adam, <laughs> yes. Adam Crooks over there as well. He has located... The uh, campus location of Fairleigh Dickinson, but he can't bring himself to look it up. Uh, Adam, I, Adam, I'm in your corner, brother. Yeah. It just it was it was last week. Why do we Why do we have to keep bringing it up? Apparently, you always have hockey season to fall back on. And... We don't have a hockey team. Okay. Whoa! At least Ohio well, State does. Jr. That does poke a hole in your Big Ten hockey. Hey, team. hey, Frozen Four, baby. That's that's where we're at now. Yeah, it's because they only started with eight. <laughs> Purdue doesn't even have a team. Wow. Whoa. All right. I won't go there. <laughs> so, uh, big week in golf. Uh, here, first of all, I, I'm so glad you all are there. It's great to hear friendly voices. I've been gone all of March, and it seemed like a great idea 
Uh, well, it never really actually seemed like a great idea. It seemed like an idea <laughs> <laughs> that could be pulled off. Uh, I'm one day away from from finally getting home, and I've had enough of of not being home. So, so I appreciate you guys being there. Appreciate the uh, the mood. We're uh, we're 36 glorious holes with the match play away from from that. We're going to get into all that coming up, but. Uh, I'm sure you guys screwed up the whole b- golf ball discussion. <laughs> I don't think we screwed it up, but we guarantee you we beat it to death. The ball was in here? The, the horse doesn't have any hide left on it. All right. Uh, then then sum it up. Uh, Chris, do you like the proposed model local rule? All about it. Let's go. Years too it. late. I'm 100% for it. Okay. JR, do you like the proposed model local rule? Do not like it. Okay. At all. Do, Do not. not like it. Adam Crooks, have you even read the proposed <laughs> model local rule? Yes. Okay. No. And I am for it. He's no. for it. There you go, Adam. All right. And Colin Madden, uh, you know, this isn't going to affect you at all. But No, 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 <laughs> probably not, no. <laughs> all right. I think it's a no from Colin. <laughs> uh, I am also for it, uh, mostly because it doesn't affect anybody. Uh, I'm actually one of the people it would affect the most. Uh, JR, it would affect you uh, similarly to how it would affect me. You and I would right. theoretically, maybe, possibly be in that sh- very small sliver of people that would have to use both Correct. at some point. You're Correct. elite. You're elite. Uh, well, I was elite. Uh, and Are I you elite? <laughs> elite? He's an elitist. Yeah, JR is a pro, and and we don't know what the PGA of America would do. You know, what would the Georgia section do? And uh, honestly, we don't know what the PGA Tour is going to do. And this lives or dies based on what the PGA Tour does. I think this this model local rule makes a ton of sense. Like you said, Chris, it's something they've had to do for a long time. The the all the arguments against fall completely flat, and one of them is they should have done this twenty years ago. Well, that's an that's an argument for. Uh, if you if you say we should have done it 20 years ago, we drew the line at 127 miles an hour. Now, that's a speed that nobody on tour is swinging, so we're drawing it at a spot nobody is at. Now it's going to affect people, but it, nobody's swinging that fast yet. They are definitely swinging that fast on the long drive. So we're doing the thing we should have done 20 years ago. Can I cap my no with an asterisk? Uh oh. Well, it's an asterisk. He's going to recant now. No, no, I'm not recanting. My asterisk is. No, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, I'm sorry. Yes, yes, you absolutely can. Uh, It's a podcast is not plural. You got to put an S on that if you want to make it more than one. And it's asterisk. But yes, go right ahead. My asterisk, 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 asterisk. asterisk. Okay. I don't know who Rick is. And, yeah. I, I, and you finished T6 uh, last week. Yeah. T6, so that's not baby. The word. The word. Look it up. Ask, say, so say it again. Asterisk. There is an S in there before the K. You're right. Yes, you're, I you're know. Fine, I went to kindergarten. <laughs> Even I knew that. They're teaching you. I, I'd like to see this, this school in this state that's teaching that word in Kindergarten. Oh, anyway, we're doing grammar rock now. Hey, on the show. Joseph's, it's over there in Marietta. They were they were sticklers. They are teaching asterisk in kindergarten. Okay, asterisk. All right, go okay. Ahead. I think they cap it where it's at now and put no more, nothing further that can go to increase the length from this point forward. That's I don't I don't 
think they should roll it back. I just but, that's what I I just think you cap it. But hasn't that been in place for years? Like the USGA and the RNA have had a cap on. They just haven't enforced the cap. It's a bit of an enigma. Hey, uh, <laughs> thanks, Rory. They have enforced the cap. Uh, they the cap was 120. They're testing at 120 miles an hour. Well, now we got guys swinging at 120 miles an hour. So the ball can't fly more than 320 at 120. That's where it's been. Well, the problem is we got and, – and they were okay with that. They were okay with that 30 years ago when they came up with that for the overall distance standard uh, because they thought, well, nobody's going to swing that fast. Well, now they are swinging that so fast, and they're swinging faster than that. So, so we're so penalizing we're, getting better because you didn't do something 20 years ago. And, again, that's, that's why I'm against it. Well, but there, you're still – if you're longer – if you, if you got longer, because better is is argument is arguable. Uh, the remember the premise, and this is the USGA and the RNA telling us their premise. Okay, hitting distance is too important as a skill. Right now, it's the most important skill in the game, and they don't like it being the most important skill in the game. That's their premise for doing this. I, so, I understand. Hundred yeah. percent right. If if you're the longest player on tour. With this ball, you'll be the longest player on tour with the other ball. But there's just no need to continue continue to get longer and longer and longer. So golf courses don't have to get longer and longer and longer. That's what they're trying to do. But they don't have to get longer and longer and longer. You can contour fairways. You can fairway bunker. You can can do so many things that take that driver out of their hand and now make them more skilled to play a – you know, a – driving iron off the tee or hit the stinger off the tee. I, I, I just I don't think it's right. A guy swings the club faster. He's working out. He's stronger. I, and so now, okay, okay, now we, we got to penalize him because he swings the club 130 miles an hour and the ball's going to go farther. I agree in premise, JR, because I thought they're sa- the same thing. I thought, look, if hitting distance is too important, and it is, it's way too important. Mm-hmm. You teach lessons, and if you're not I, teaching, I, I agree with that. If you're not teaching kids to swing faster, right. no, Then agree. you're doing it wrong because uh, it's a school bus down there on the bottom end, bottom of that golf shaft. You're swinging. Absolutely. You can't <laughs> miss. So the whole point is swing it as fast as you possibly can. If you're focused on your swing speed, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I was going to take a shot at. I was going to take a shot at a guy. <laughs> but, 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 ball, but, but, but then bring in the factor of ball speed and hitting the ball in the center of the club face, which still has the premium over club head speed. Yeah, but the center of the club, has, club face means nothing. So what, <laughs> okay. what I'm saying is, no, it doesn't. Not, not with the school bus that I get well, to swing I know at the bottom of my club I know now. the club face is bigger. I, I, know, I know where you were going with that yeah. comment. I so, understand that. So I like the premise. So in that case, and they talked about this. When they, when they said this back in 2018, uh, in regards to the 2019 rules revision, they said we're looking at three areas. We were looking at three things. One was the ball, which is what they talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing they talked about was s- making a different test for the ball at the higher level, but no test for the for the rest of everybody. Right. So literally, the ball that you would buy, the the non tour ball could actually go farther than mm-hmm. it currently goes. That was that was the second thing they said. Right. They didn't they didn't do that this time. And the third thing they said was talking about the moment of inertia in club heads and making the moment of inertia making that a smaller number, making club heads less forgiving. And the easiest way to do that would be to make them smaller. Smaller, right. And I loved that. I because, like that. Yes. I, I, liked, I liked the drive. I liked that part of it totally. 
Um, and it's in that part to me is less of a industry change as far as you know what it's going to cost to make another golf ball. Well, I mean, that's the other clubs, that's one of the, clubs design change every year. Well, so, so do golf balls, and no, that's, that's I, yeah, the I other know, part but, of the argument that doesn't that falls completely flat. Yeah, but if there, no, but hold on. I understand where you're going with that. If you, what do you think the amount and difference? And I don't know, but you probably do doing what you do. What's a higher sell, sale volume per per dollar every year? Golf balls or golf clubs? What do you, you make? I, more, I, you make more money off of golf clubs. The oh, margin, the margin is higher on golf clubs. Well, Every manufacturer high, will tell yeah, you that. Well, yeah, yeah. well, the retailer makes more money off of golf clubs, but I don't, I don't know about the I don't know about the company making them. You would assume that that trickles down. You know that you there's a hope. higher margin on golf clubs than there oh, is on I, golf 100% clubs, I know right? that. Yeah. You make no, I mean, make no money on golf balls. Like buying gasoline at the gas station. Yeah. You don't make money on so gasoline. So that, that would be a hell of a bit of occlusion by every golf ball manufacturer to keep that up there artificially so if it wasn't the case. I have some numbers from 2022. Okay. Uh, golf ball sales nearly hit $679 million, while golf club sales hit $609 million. So it's very, very close. Good Definitely job, close. Colin. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, and you, you, and, you yeah, use so the margin, margin piece yeah, is different. So, so the companies totally. are making way more money off of golf club sales. So, okay, that answers that question. They're profiting but, money. Correct. Right. Correct. Yeah. But, BK, to your, to your original statement, this is all relative across the players. Yes. This, this impacts nothing. In, no. in, in my mind, this impacts nothing. This is all a lot to do about nothing. It's not going to impact the everyday player like myself because I can still go out and buy the same golf balls I've always bought. And for the, for the tour players, and, and we, we can argue who, who becomes elite or not, and I'd like to understand where that line is. But, but for the tour player, if everybody's going to lose 14 to 15 yards, it's all relative. It's not going to impact anybody at all. This it's, impacts nothing. It's, that's correct. <laughs> it's 5.8%. If you test at 127 versus 120, it's 5.8%. Everybody's going to lose 5.8%. Now, 5.8% of 500 yards is more than 5.8% of the 240 yards that I carry it. Well, he's been, he, Chris, I tell you what, that month he's been away from us, he's not only learned how to speak better, he, his diction's better. And Isn't I tell you what, he that? went to math school too, man. I tell you what, BK, I'm impressed, he, brother. <laughs> A lot to do at night at a hotel. So That's right. You gotta, okay, good job, fair. man. You know, we had it right that week that we fired JR. <laughs> we had it right. <laughs> so no, it's I'm fine. impressed, you're man. You've been, do, you've been doing your homework in math and, and English. Well, this is what I kind of hoped you all would have done last week, but I knew you didn't. So 5.8% <laughs> is what it is. Uh, that's more yardage. Rory would lose more yardage than Tom Kim. Rory hits it. Miles past Tom Kim. Correct. Rory would lose more. The reason why we're talking about this again is that this week Rory had a microphone in front of him and Rory said he was for it. That's a game changer because we had that discussion that you guys had last week and I thought that was a great discussion. Uh, All of the points we just made. Uh, Chris, you said you want to play the ball you've always played. People say, well, I want to play the ball that Rory's playing. Well, I would tell you you're probably not playing the ball that Rory's playing. Don't kid uh, yourselves. That's right. But if you still wanted to, you still could. You could go buy that ball that goes 5.8% shorter if you want, and you could say to all your buddies, look, this is Rory's ball. That's great. That option would still be on the table for you. Then, but, then why didn't they just do it and not tell anyone? 
That's what they should do. Exactly. Rory, I didn't see it. Rory <laughs> brings that up because that's how this would have been if this was any other sport. Correct. They wrote, they changed the baseball every year. Do you remember the one year they changed the basketball yes. in the NBA? And yes. it was a disaster, and they changed it back at the All-Star break. Yes. They changed the football rules and specifications. Every quarterback plays a different football. Yes. Uh, doesn't come up yeah, because it's the league that says this is what we're doing. And if, if you don't want to do it, the Cleveland Browns can't say, well, we're not playing with that football. Yes, you are. <laughs> I'm a Browns fan. We haven't played football. Brian, we haven't played football for a lot of years now. So, yes. so make so no there's mistake. No other, there's no other sport that's 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 put together this way. Rory <laughs> brings up that at Wimbledon they slowed the ball down in the mid 2000s. They didn't have to tell anybody. Right. They just slowed it down because what are you going to do? Not show up? Right. That 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 was my point. And just do it and don't say anything. Yes. Well, in this case. The inmates are running the asylum, and one of the group of inmates is the PGA Tour players. And like I said, I didn't think this was going to work because if the PGA Tour doesn't adopt it, this isn't going to happen. Correct. Rory says he likes it, which gives us the first indication, hey, maybe the PGA Tour is going to adopt this. Well, That's and, the and don't piece. and don't forget, Tiger back in 2017 said that we need to slow the golf all down. Yes. So you know, and Jack you- Nicholas has been saying it. Since the seventies, <laughs> no, I know he has for a long, long time. Everyone, yep. everyone, Rory, yes. <laughs> so, so there it is, Chris. Now you got Jack, Tiger, and Rory all saying that this is good. Now I don't know what Jack said specifically about this proposal. I haven't heard what Tiger has said specifically about this proposal, but it goes with what they've said. Rory specifically about this proposal says not only is he in favor of it. But if the tour didn't do it, he would still play the ball that goes shorter so that he doesn't have to adjust on major championship weeks. On the PGA Tour? Right. Exactly. What do you think of that, JR? With your <laughs> I mean, I, I'm an asterisk. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Rory fan. I mean, I, I, mean I, I respect his feelings, and I respect his decision if he would play it in other weeks. And I've, I've got no problem with that. I just, I just don't like and. You're going to correct me on this word because this one's a tough one. I, and I'm usually, I'm usually good at saying words. Bipurification. No, he nailed it. It's That's a bit it. of an enigma. Yeah. Okay, bipurification. I, no, it's know. bifurcation. Bifurcation. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Sorry, you. We, thank, thank we could you, have all we could have all nodded at each other and just let him continue you, going you through knew, life saying that. Well, you, <laughs> you knew I, you knew I was going to chop that one up when I it's when all. I led into it. It's I just. That that's where I'm at. I mean, I just I'd rather see things done with a golf course that made it more creatively different, with trees and and stuff like that, and not take away from people swinging the club faster. That's just yes. my feeling. And that's what if you can swing it 170 miles an hour and hit the center of the club face, you should not be penalized. You should be rewarded. Right. That said, all we're doing is we're going to reward you the same way we would have rewarded you 10 years ago. You know, you're still going to be longer than everybody else. Right. So you're all for the guy going on the gurney down to the open heart surgery and having to use the technology from 10 years ago, right? Well, they're not going to use technology from 10 years ago. They're just going to limit the t- <laughs> technology differently. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, and by the way, and listen, d- before you go, oh, okay, which you already did, <laughs> this ball we're talking about, the 5.8% is simply the percentage of 127 versus 120. All right, that's, right. that's how different they are percentage-wise. Uh, we don't know that the 127 ball is actually going to go shorter than the 120 ball. We think it is, but 
maybe at 123, the ball still goes closer to what it used to go at 123. Is, is it possible they could make a ball that just caps out at 127 where you don't get anything else? It's possible. Right. But this ball hasn't been made yet. We don't I know agree. how they're going to do it. Well, you don't, okay, fair do, enough. Do you think it's not been made yet? <laughs> Well, yeah, I, you're right. Somebody's made somebody, it. Somebody's somebody, tested yeah. it. Somebody's yes. done it. I mean, I, and I agree with what you're saying. They don't. You don't know what it's going to do. I, yeah, I mean, I know specifically who has made it and who is testing it. And right. You're not, you're not sitting too far from that. Been spot. there, done that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, <laughs> but I, I get it. I mean, I'm I'm not I, I'm not disagreeing with all of your points. I'm right, not. So, and not. so, where did that come from? The I, I, did I talk to you guys about this this thing that Dan Beaver does? When he does his trick shot shows, if you ever no. hit a foam golf ball, those little practice right. golf balls. Yep. So yeah. Dan will challenge you to a long drive contest, and, and you got to hit the foam golf balls. And Dan's a former long drive guy, and he does trick shots. So he lets you hit first. So he puts the foam ball on the tee, says we're going to go long drive. And so you know you're squaring off against a long drive guy, so you hit this thing as hard as you possibly can. And because you do that, the foam ball goes about eight feet right. and goes straight up in the air Correct. and spins down and lands ten feet in front of you. Mm-hmm. And then Dan says that's a fine shot. And then he steps up there and swings at about four miles an hour and hits it 50 feet in the air. <laughs> that is correct. So that's a very clear situation. We got compression, we got spin rates. Can we do that on a bigger scale? And I don't know the answer. If you know, yeah. <laughs> if you ever played, if you, Brian, if Brian and Chris, have you ever hit that Cayman golf ball that came out a long time ago? That was no. reduced flight. <laughs> never no. hit a Cayman. I've held it. Never hit. Yeah, one. yeah. I've hit that. I mean, it, it's similar to that too, Brian. I mean, obviously the Cayman ball goes farther than the foam ball, but the concept there is the same. Well, remember yeah. we were talking last week about the the top flight ball that was a little bit larger, yeah, yeah, the, but, the a little bigger bit shorter. ball. Yeah. Yes. The ball was spinnier. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. The Magna. Yep. Yeah, the it was magna. the Magna. That's that was right. it. Yeah. Yes. Yes, that's what that's what comes out of volcanoes when they erupt, right, Jr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. You got it. <laughs> also, Chris, spinnier is not a word. Shut up. Spinnier. <laughs> the ball was spinnier. Spinnier. People are using that now. Thanks, my Big Ten brother. All right, Adam, that may be correct, but in golf, that's a, that's a word. Spinnier is a word. Oh, yeah. It okay. has more yeah, spin. Yes. It's not, at least an adjective. Not, not spinnier. <laughs> yeah. Thank right. you. I don't know what we accomplished here this morning. but <laughs> Great I like first it. segment. Yes. <laughs> when, when we come back. We're going to talk about the Dell Technologies match play. It's the last one, or is it? We'll find out next. It's the Golf Show on the Fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. And now it's time for Who's Driving? Brought to you by Ray Judice. If you're facing DUI charges, you need a DUI lawyer who will step up to the tee for you. Call Ray Cell at 404-964-4185 to schedule an appointment. Well, we've seen a couple of drives this week that people are going to be talking about. Rory hitting it 340 in the air at 18 on uh, Thursday in Austin. But the one that I want to talk about happened down in the Dominican Republic. Tyler Duncan hitting a drive, knocked the head off of his driver. Uh, I'm, they never found the head either. Playing, uh, playing one of the par fours down there. Had just switched the head. He wanted to wanted to use the new the new Titleist head. He put the old Titleist head back on. Don't know if he got it screwed in there right or not, but he hits the face of the club. It uh, on the 15th hole. 
it finds the fairway, goes 250 down the middle of the fairway, but the head came off and into the gunch. We never found the head again. So that was it. A broken bat single for <laughs> Tyler Duncan. <laughs> That's who's driving. Uh, JR, I saw the, the head, He or saw the, the shaft. I, because he had changed heads on that thing, I'm assuming he must have just cross-threaded that. I guess, yeah. Because the screw, the screw stays with the head. Correct, correct. <laughs> Was that, did we just get a Braves call? Yeah, I've got a few in here if we want to go down that route. <laughs> Do we have a broken bat single? Because <laughs> I don't know, that's probably not Double play. <laughs> true Texas leaguer. Yeah. High and away ball four. Yeah, we'll take that one. That's fine. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I, I guess he must have cross-threaded it. Yeah. Or, because the shaft sleeve was still on the on right. the shaft perfectly, <laughs> right? But the screw stays with the head wherever that is. It's somewhere in the Dominican Republic now. Uh, anyway, there I, can, you know. I can't believe the fans didn't go searching for it. Well, like, there's no fans. Oh, okay. uh, it's it's that. First of all, there's not a ton of fans in the Dominican Republic. Uh, this was way out on the finger of the golf course, and this was a spot that nobody could get to. You know where the head the head kind of starts kicking over to the right. And down into a swampy, overgrown area, right? Uh, you just can't get there. And I didn't see it. Have you ever? Have you ever <laughs> hit a shot? Either one of you, where the head hit the ball, and the head has flown off the club. Yes, I, yeah. I, I've that is a, a weird, shaft down that there. That is a weird feeling. Yes. Yeah. That is a very strange feeling. Uh, well, hey, our club champion Doug Belden was was on a tear. Over at uh, at Dogwood, he was doing it with irons, but he was having iron shafts break right at the hosel. He broke like three of them. Oh my! I did that one time. Yeah, yeah. Right I've... where you're gripping, just right in between my hands. Oh, it was really little... cold, also when I was warming up. The so best, the best, the best one I ever saw was back in the day, growing up, caddy and playing on a Monday. One of the guys we were playing with, he he, <laughs> par three, the head flew off. He has a few expletives. I think I said that word right. (laughs) I know you do. And he he made a hole in one as he's he's cussing. The bar, we go, dude, you just made a hole in one. He said, yeah, but I just broke the head off my club. I'm like, oh, man. Wow. Yeah, I still remember that day. Oh, wow. That was an expensive hole in one. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Speaking of holes in one. Right. Um. How about this, Chris? Have you ever heard of this? Uh, Jim Camus. Yes. Over at Dogwood, just made a hole-in-one at the par 3-6th. Okay, so what? You know, every bit Good for him. Uh, that, he, he's been a member there for 25 years. Been a very good player, multiple-time club champion. Uh, good, you know, just He's been the number one senior amateur in the world. So he makes the ace at the 6th. That was the last hole on the golf course that he had not eagled. Right. He has now eagled every hole wow. at Dogwood, and I'm sure that somebody's going to claim that they have done that. Oh, of course. No. No, here's a guy. It's probably probably in the history of golf, someone has, but it can't be more than four or five people. I did it. Right. Yeah, I was told Yeah, I was told <laughs> yesterday by Tony Poole that he did it. Brian, I, I'll tell you who's, who's done that. The guy down at Disney that made all that great score at that little putt-putt course. <laughs> yes. That guy, that, that, that's yes. the guy. We know he's done it. Yeah, the guy that keeps the – said he has the course record. Yeah, there's, right. There's 18 holes. The course record is 17. Yeah, right. yeah that guy. He's done it. multiple courses, too. Right. 
that's the, that's the guy. Yeah, that he once made be... a negative one on a hole. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Hard to beat that one. It really <laughs> would be. Uh, but you think about that. Think about how, what do you have to do? What are the circumstances? Dogwood's not the longest course ever at 6,400 yards, but it's a par 72. It's a tricky golf course. It is a tricky <laughs> It course. is, Rory. <laughs> he, this guy has made an eagle on every single hole on the golf course. That's wow. incredible. That is incredible. Yeah, but make it make an eagle from you know from the fairway on on, on some par fours. Is he like every a five day four? a week guy? No, and that's what I was going to say. No, he doesn't play. I mean, he he what, well, Brian he, two three days a week max. No, he has been a five day a week guy. But, but the last um, five years, not as much. Well, right, he's been slowing down because he's uh, he's uh, what I is he seventy three four ninety one? I don't no, know. How he's not ninety. <laughs> he's seventy five. Yeah, he shoots his age every day. Shot yes. sixty eight by the way that day. Right. Um, but yes, Cullen, uh, he does play a lot. And you're playing the same course a lot, but you're talking about, and, and look, again, Dogwood's not long. You're hitting wedges most of the front nine. But at some point, there's going to be a par four. You just, you know, you haven't hold one on. What about what about the 14th hole up the hill? You're hitting hybrid in right. there. I mean, the odds of holding that are the same as, what about, as holding a hole in one. What about 17? That's not an easy, yeah. uh, that's not an easy two. No. I mean, it's from that back tee. It, you know, he's. Got to be hitting at least seven iron in or six iron. Oh, he's more than that. Yeah, yeah well, now he is, yeah, yeah, but even back in the day. Yeah. There are no easy twos on a golf course. No, no, no <laughs> I would agree. And and the toughest part of this record, in this case, is making the one. Uh, but and, and then the funny thing is, that sixth hole that he finally made, made it a couple days ago, it's the shortest hole on the course. Wait a second. So <laughs> yeah. this guy's gotten a hole on one on each of the par threes at the course. Yes, Correct. and, and, and eagle and eagled every par, made twos on every par four. Oh, yep. And and by some context, Cullen, I've been a member there for twenty five years. Also, I've got aces on two of the par threes. I've got eagles on a lot of the holes. I think I'm four holes short. I was going to say, what would your ringer score be out there, BK? Yeah, I have not. Uh, we were we were talking about it the other day. I don't think I've made four. I can't remember making four. And there was one other one that I can't remember making. And I know for a fact that I haven't made uh, that I haven't made six or twelve. So those are the par okay. threes, right? Uh, Any so, double eagles? No, I've never made a double no. eagle. You? I've made three. Wow. wow. Been a long time. It's been a long time ago, though. Yes. I've made that's three. Else. Yeah, that's made something three. else. Chris, you ever got one of those? No. Yeah, that's no. something But else. I've only got one hole-in-one in my life. I haven't got any. I don't have any either. I've only got one. 18 yeah, I, years I've old. I've got a couple double eagles. Yeah, of course you do. That a boy. Here's a guy. <laughs> Please tell me. That's a perfect Adam Crooks clip, too. <laughs> I've got a couple of I'll get wheels. it. <laughs> oh. That's great. Uh, yeah, and, and look, and it's not about who's better than who. Right. This is about opportunity. It's a good question about how much does he play. I'm playing the same course a lot. And when you play the same course a lot, you're going to have a lot of opportunities. And, and yeah, I play, I play a lot. I, I happen to, you know, I've had some good moments. So so I've got aces on two of the par threes, but I don't have the other two. Right. And this guy not only did that, but he did all the other, you know, you're going to reach the par fives there. So you're going to you're going to put some eagles in there over the course of time. At some point, you're going to be able to make that. But uh, I yeah, I mean, I think that's just an incredible feat. And the thing yeah, about it is, crazy. you know him better than I do. And I know him well. And we know we know it's true. 
You know, oh, a lot of yeah. people say things, but we know that's true, 100%. Oh, I've lost 100. money to most of those. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. I've seen, I've seen you paying off in the parking lot quarters yeah. quarters at a time. Yeah, that's, I can document right. 16 of those. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Still got the receipts. Exactly. I've done that. Definitely. Yeah. Wow. All right. So uh, so there's that. And congratulations to Jim Camus. Just one of the right. great guys. I've had so much fun over the years uh, playing with him. We we expanded what, what was our weekday to some slugfest to include uh, several more folks. And uh, and we have a blast now mm-hmm. every day. And and but I, I hate that I missed that. But but he was there. There's video of him taking the ball out of the hole. And it was a festive occasion. The big chick. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right dell technologies match play uh we're down to our final four cameron young and rory mcelroy on one side scotty scheffler and sam burns on the other side chris what do you think of this golf tournament it's a tough one for me vk i mean when i look at those guys and, and what they go through from wednesday to sunday what a grind I mean, my goodness, when you're, when you're down to the final four guys, I, I looked at it yesterday. Rory played 36 yesterday. Scheffler played 35. Burns played 33. And Cam Young played 32. And now you're faced with potentially playing another 36 for the final two. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a war of attrition as much as mm-hmm. it is right. anything else. I mean, you know, and then we've got, you know, Scheffler and Burns, who are, who are the best of friends, and I'm interested to see how, how that plays out and that sort of thing. But, my goodness, this is a tough tournament for these guys. And that's why J.R. and I were talking last week. You know, you, you're looking ahead to the Masters, and, and last year I thought when Scheffler won this thing, I thought he, he's going to be out of gas by yes. the time. You, you can't refill the gas tank in time to get right. to, to play well at Augusta National. And he obviously proved me wrong. But this this has got to take a lot out of these final four. You would think. I mean, you would absolutely think. And it's set up for a great Sunday. I mean, and it'd be great to see Rory and Scotty, but yeah, you don't know yeah. that's happening. That's, that's a tough that's one. That's the dream, right? Yeah. That's the dream for yeah. the PGA Tour as you and, come down and, to and Scott tel- and television. Yep. Yeah. I, I, honestly, any of the four. So it's Scheffler versus Burns. They are best friends off the golf course. That's one side. Other side is Cam Young versus Rory McIlroy. Cam Young's not going to say more than five words. No. Uh, <laughs> Very blah. Yeah. Wow. I'll tell you what, he is Colin. the best. Colin is the best, man. Whoa. He is good. What did we script? It's not like we had a rehearsal. No. He didn't know I was no. going to say that. On the PGA Tour? Well, it can't all be hits. I was gone by my bike. I love that. You know what? We, can we put Rory in the open and list him as a co-host of this show? An antiquated system. <laughs> he says as much as Adam does. <laughs> Way more. Hey, now. Way more. Hey, now. <laughs> uh, if, we, if we put too many more sound bites, he may ask for royalties on the may, show, so we got to be careful. That's why yeah. I put the uh, expecting a lawsuit in the intro. You know, just to, <laughs> we are aware it might happen. Uh, <laughs> so Rory's in the intro, and I'm not even in the intro? You know, I hadn't noticed that, but uh, no, apparently not. And uh, I don't mind it staying that way. He does. Adam, the only, Adam, the only reason you're not in the intro is because we do that at 829 on Sunday mornings. You don't get here until like 31. So you miss that part of the show. Oh, 
That is vicious. Wow, that's cold. So, so, that you, out. so you guys decide who's going to be in the intro at 829. I'll be here at 825 next week. Beautiful. Beautiful. No, we're not doing it next week. Though, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we talked about that It's random. Ago. Yeah, it's random. <laughs> So why do you love live so much? <laughs> so here's, here's my favorite thing uh, right now is that at some point in the past, uh, I went out and had a great lunch with Chris Mascaro and we talked about this radio show and what, <laughs> some of the things and, and the, the flow of the show. Chris, some of the things I wasn't really able to sum up. <laughs> Was this? Uh, yeah, I wasn't really. I, I didn't really see this going that way. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So let's start at the at the top. Do you, do you uh, do you like this match play format? They start with the pool play. They go to what we're doing now. Uh, Chris, you okay with this? We used to play just single elimination yes. the whole time. You like this? No, I like you, the single elimination piece. Jr. and I were talking prior to the show. I mean, I, I get why they went to the pool because they they, right. they probably didn't want a whole bunch of thirty seeds being in the final four. But I like the single elimination piece. Let's, if we're going to do March Madness in golf, let's do March Madness in golf. You, yeah, you, got, so, you got one shot. So let me just say, that's not why they went to the pool play, because uh, you can't really control that. That said, it's funny. These final four, they haven't lost yet. Yep. Right. They all four went undefeated in, in the pool. Uh, but uh, they went to this format because specifically Ernie Els and then off the record, other guys, other internationals, guys like Lee Westwood, Folks that were coming from a long ways away hated to go all the way to Tucson and lose one match and lose one yes, and go home. That's what they didn't like. Uh, and they were starting to skip the event. So this was more attractive. Hey, we'll give you three days. Uh, so even if you lose that first match, you can go win your next two. Maybe you can get out of your pool. But if not, we're going to give you more money than that guy that only won one match. And we're going to give you more World Golf Ranking points, and it's at least worth your trip. That's why they said they did it. Right. Uh, because we used to get, I mean, what, Kevin Sutherland was a 62 or 63 right, seed. Right. <laughs> right. You know, he won the second one. Uh, but we've had that in uh, we've had that in this, too. Uh, but, JR, you like this format? I love the format. I, I mean, I wish... <laughs> I wish they went to this in the NCAA men's tournament. <laughs> that way, I, the Big I, Ten might have a I, chance. I, I, no, I like seeing I like seeing the best players have a chance to, to win the tournament. One and done to me is I mean anybody anybody can win anybody can beat somebody in an eighteen hole match. I love the format for every reason they did it for, and I'm I'm a big fan. Yeah, yep. and we're uh, you know we're, this is the last one on the calendar. Uh, I don't believe. I honestly don't believe we'll even have next season without a match play event. It hasn't been announced yet, but it, this is so good. Right. right right now, I think we may have some contractual things with World Golf Championships. Uh, we may have some contractual things with Dell as a sponsor. We may not be able to make this announcement yet, but if, if the 2024 schedule does not have a match play event on it, I would be shocked. Where do you think they put it in the schedule? Right, They're moving Houston to this week. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know that, Chris. I think that's a great question. I don't know that. Uh, I'd like to see it a little later in the season, to be honest with you. I wonder uh, I wonder how much money they make on this. We were chatting about this briefly before. You know, because by the time you get down to Saturday and Sunday, you have so few people playing on the golf course, so it's, you know, it's yeah. not a it's not a big fan attraction to go to event. Uh watch today. 
No, Scotty Scheffler's going to pack them in. Well, he'll pack them in, but it's not going to be like it would be if you had a full field of golfers. That's yeah. all. Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah. All right, that's all the questions I have time to field today. <laughs> <laughs> i got to go to the world feed. Well, thank uh, you for gracing us. Uh, you're very welcome. I hope that you guys all learned something. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, as you know, has been taking – no, he didn't take notes today. That page is I, – come I, on, man. We haven't – have we talked about anything in the in the 45 <laughs> minutes? No, no. no. We, we got some grammar in there, no, I think. We got no, some Schoolhouse Rock. BK, there's not a note taken on his pad today. What is he doing? <laughs> Five, there must not be any ink in that pen. 5.8%. <laughs> Write it down. There you go. That's, that's the one that's, thing we learned. That's the one thing we learned today, yes. Yeah, that's, 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 that's a difference between 120 and 127. <laughs> uh, when we come back – you're going to tell the audience something that they want to know uh, because if you don't have Masters tickets, you're probably bumming. But there's a chance to have the Masters experience even if you don't have Masters tickets. Uh, and I believe you guys are going to talk about that Yes, next. we are. Yes. yes, we are. Yes, we are. Which then leads to the Masters food discussion, which means we could be here all day. <laughs> uh, uh, gents, great stuff. I will be in studio with you. Hang on, let me stop that phrase. <laughs> Don't promise anything you can't guarantee. Right, that's right. Don't get us all excited and then you leave us high and dry. I feel like I'll be in studio with you <laughs> next Sunday. Uh, we'll okay, find out. Enough. All right. It's the golf show on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. But I've only got one hole in one in my life. I haven't got any. I've only got one. 18 yeah, I, years I've old. I've got a couple double eagles. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> <That> a boy. <laughs> We are back here on the Golf Show on the Fan 680 and 93.7 FM. JR, just like uh, BK just teased, for those that can't go to the Masters this year, you can't get to Augusta National. Tickets, unbelievable, even this year, even with the scalping. If you didn't win the lottery and you don't got the cash to go, you can get a little bit of the Masters experience if you go online to masters.com. They've got the Taste of the Masters hosting kit for sale, which I, raising my hand, have purchased and can't wait to show up now. I'm hoping my wife isn't listening to the show because I've been to Augusta National every year since 01, and I've got more plastic cups than you can shake a stick at, which drives her crazy, and I'm going to get another sleeve with what uh, what is going to get Those cups shipped. are the best. Yes, oh, cups are awesome. Yeah, right? I might rival you there. I'm sure you got way more yeah, than I, I do. My wife, you may be listening. She would argue with you. <laughs> I'm sure you got way more than I no, do. I don't sure. know. She throws them out and gives them away. <laughs> so I, brought, I, I think I've brought home more than you have. You might have yes. sell more than I have now. <laughs> That's probably true. There you go. So what's in the kit? If you go on, again, if you go on masters.com, you can see it. You get egg salad, pimento cheese, pork barbecue, potato chips. You get your souvenir cups. You get a whole sleeve of those 25. Again, my wife's going to hate it. Um, you get some, uh, I guess, some wax papers included in that, I guess, to eat on. You get some coasters, oh, by the way, which is going to be all over my living room all year round. You get uh, some other hosting kit materials. And then uh, bread, bread and buns, though, not included. You got to supply your own bread and buns. But I tell you what, when we're done with this show on Sunday, Masters Sunday, this is going to be at the house. I'm on the couch. I'm watching the Masters. This is going to make the experience way better. Yeah. You know, we uh, hosted a Masters party on Sunday for many years, as I can remember. And I'm going to have to check in with the wife to see if this is something we might (laughs) want to add to it this year. I mean, uh, we usually cook out, and she makes pimento cheese and 
egg salad, but it, it you know, and, and, and she and, and, she, and she does a great job. No doubt, but it's not it's not Augusta it's not Augusta yep. Masters egg salad. Yep. And cheese. Now, Chris, one thing I noticed that you did not say in the listed items would be the peach ice cream sandwich. I did not say the peach ice cream sandwich. And there seems to be some rumors surrounding this. Year two in a row. Two in a row, no peach ice cream. I know, not, that's a big deal, pre-show. I'm not going then. <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I didn't even know that. I didn't even know there was such a thing. I'm ant. You're, he's anti turtle. <laughs> I'm anti dessert. I wow. don't eat the peach ice cream well, anyway. I don't you eat don't? any dessert. Adam, I would have said you were a peach ice cream guy. No, no, no. He's oh. a, he's I would a, never choose it, but you know, being there. Right, it's kind of in the moment sort what, of a thing. What was the I mystique mean, behind this? I never, again, not being a dessert eater. What's the <laughs> mystique behind peach? What is it? Ice cream, and it's an ice cream sandwich sort of deal. You get the you get the the, the cookie on either is side. Is it unique to the Masters? <laughs> is it? I, I don't know if it ranks up there with the pimento cheese or the egg salad, but I think it's in the top five. Right? Yeah, as far as the desserts go, okay. you know, it's there. You know, they're not. The one thing I looked in that pack, I didn't see the the chicken sandwich. Yeah. That yeah, cold, I, that cold chicken sandwich. If you look at it, most people will say, "Really?" I tell you what, start eating them things. They go, they go down like a potato chip. Too. Okay, fair enough. You can eat a few of those puppies. Yeah, it's fantastic, and I, I can't wait to have it. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to make the, the experience that much better. Are you kidding me? Oh yeah, I mean yeah, just and I saw the the chips and the thing. You'll have the Masters logo Masters, on it because nothing mean, is branded. No, absolutely. you get no branding. No, it's awesome. So let's talk about the Masters, Jr. Yeah. I mean, right. I, I it's my favorite event ever. I know it's the same, same for you. Absolutely, right? absolutely. So, so thinking back over the Masters that you've been a part of, or just witnessed or watched, what's your favorite? Probably the first, as I look back, would have been seventy five. There you go. When Jack, when Jack made the putt on 16, right? put her up in the arm, running across. I mean, the bear and tracks. And, and my dad, you know, growing up in Ohio, my dad was a huge Nicholas fan. It's probably the first Masters Sunday that, and I was 12, that I really look back and I can remember the whole thing. My dad was going nuts, and it was awesome. I mean, yeah. it's just just a father-son memory that I'll never forget. Yeah, and, it, and it, what a great tournament yes. that was. And, and I've had the privilege, um, God rest his soul, of having – been right on the show many times on my on, my, on the podcast many times, and we talked about him calling that right. Masters. He was always there in the fifteenth tower when Nicholas makes that putt. And if you remember, for those of that are our, that are our age and can remember back or have watched it, you know, on YouTube or whatever, right? It's Why, on YouTube right now. If yeah. you want to go on there, they, yeah. they have the whole final round. Weisskopf makes the birdie on 15 to take a one-stroke lead. Right. Nicholas hits a bad shot on 16. He's 40 feet away. Weisskopf is thinking, you know, hey, I got a birdie. He could three-putt this, and I could have a two-stroke lead. Correct. Nicholas makes that 40-footer, and as Ben Wright tells me in his conversations with Tom Weisskopf, that that putt destroyed him. I can believe that. I mean, it was an iconic moment. And, and the beauty of that is it would never happen this way today because if you look back at that, you really didn't see the ball go in the hole because the only view they had of the one the camera was behind the caddy. Behind the, the caddy, caddy right? jumping up and down. You really don't see the ball go in the <laughs> hole. Well, today you have 18 different cameras, 18 right. different feeds, so you would have seen that. But right. that, that that's part of but that's part of the the whole thing too. Yeah, that was it was tremendous. Now, Jack's I'm, reaction lets you know it went in more than you seeing the ball go in the hole for sure.
Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was a great moment. Just like eighty to me, seventy-five and eighty-six. Yes, there's just yeah. Nothing, with Jack won like in eighty-six. Him. I mean, yeah, just yeah. That one there, I'll never forget either. Yeah, and you know, and, and what Tiger's think, first was another, but but it was it was kind of anticlimactic because he won by four thousand shots. Right. I mean, so it was just a matter of time, right? Just Tiger, getting, but get, Tiger winning and what it meant to the world of golf. I mean, it was such a huge moment, which was great. Yeah. And, you know, and here, here's I want to get your thoughts on a couple of things in, in the last few minutes of the show, because in 86, everybody had written Nicholas off. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Can't win. Right. And when I've looked back over the first few years of, of the 80s, I mean, he, obviously, he won. He wins the U.S. Open in the PGA, PGA in 1980. He wins Colonial in 82. In 83, he finished second in the PGA to, right. to Hal Sutton, lost by a stroke there. He wins the Memorial in 84. At the Masters in 85, he finished tied for sixth. Right. And then he finished tied for second at the Canadian Open that year. So that's just the previous season. Correct. And then he wins it. Where, where is yeah, he, he was has got rusty. Well, well right? you know what it was? Done. You know what it was particularly? He wasn't putting real well. And he went to the, Nick, the response putter, which is, you know, since obviously was a difference maker yep. for him. And the whole thing about it was is, because he wasn't putting well, he didn't feel he could win at Augusta again, and he was the oldest to win at that time. At I don't 26. understand. <laughs> right? So, yeah. So that that added to it. Another magic moment. Obviously, I was definitely not there to, to witness it. Was when Mister Sarazen made the double eagle though in thirty five, yeah, right, right. and, and I knowing him the way I did, he took me through that whole thing. And the beauty of that was, he said he talked to thousands of people that said they were by the green when the ball went in the of hole. Of course, there were. He said there weren't eight people when he got <laughs> up there. But yes, I mean a tribute to Mister Sarazen because that really put the Masters on the map. Yes, it did. All right, fellas, show number 13 for us. We've done it a baker's dozen times now. And, Adam, do we get credit for having made it into the teens on this show? <laughs> I suppose. There we go. J.R. Ross, Colin Madden, Adam Crooks, and I will see you next week. Enjoy your Sunday, folks. I'm anti-turtle. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves. And people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.